I like to press buttons. All right, I got the intro stuff here again because I will forget it if I don't have it. All right. Check. Ah. One, two, seventeen, four hundred and five. All righty. All righty. <laughs> this is our intro. It is. Okay. I already pressed. <laughs> I did press record this Oh, time. good. Rassles. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome to the 11th episode of FM 99 WNOR's only wrestling-related podcast. It is Eat, Sleep, Podcast, Repeat for the week of nothing going on for the next four. Kind of. <laughs> so, lots to talk about. Are we going to hold a funeral for Roman? Oh, man. I didn't write a eulogy, but I, I can do it. I've done I've done a few in my life. Just stutter over it, forget the second line, you know, the, the, kind of <laughs> like him. Uh, Bitch. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Whoa, sir. Whoa. I know. Whoa. I know. Too edgy for me. <laughs> he's got like what three or four weeks to redeem himself before what? the match. If yeah. he's going to do problems, he he doesn't need to talk. Just say uh, mm-hmm. he does. You're right, um, but don't tackle that yet. Okay, we got to get into that. I, know, I dove to. right in. It's okay. It's Hi. all right. Hi, I'm Eric, your host and MC for the evening. Try the try the red today. Try Ooh. the red. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To my left is Sean, our traffic reporter. Hood. I am the red. <laughs> Gross. And to my right, Dave Taylor, who has never seen Silence of the Lambs. No, I have not. (laughs) (laughs) And Dave Taylor Radio on Instagram, folks. Yep, there you go. For all the movies he's never seen. Yeah. (laughs) You will be infuriated every day. Yep. I love it, man. I I love, I love, and I know I've talked to you about this in private, and I think I can bring this up here. Yeah. You look high as a kite, but you've never touched a drug. (laughs) No, never, 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 never touch that stuff. Doesn't even drink caffeine. No. (laughs) Well, Sean's Uh, got the contact info because this is all about you today, guys. That's right. It's all about you. So thank you and you. FM99.com. You can go over there, hit the media tab right under that ESPR. That's where you can find our newest episode all the time. And, uh, you know, there's pictures of us, but who needs that? Uh, We're also available on (laughs) iTunes and the link on the FM99 page will take you to our SoundCloud. Facebook.com slash ESPR99 if you want to follow us on there. Twitter at ESPR99. And the words and stuff is hard. Twitter. That's a long handle, but I think you can find it. (laughs) Twitter at ESPR99. And if you want to email us, ESPR at FM99.com. Um, it comes to all of us. So it does. Yep. So <laughs> somebody's gonna see it and ignore n- it. Make sure you randomly as you like you just assign some kind of blame or guilt about a random thing, but don't specify who did it. No. Vaguely hint, so we have to guess. Okay. <laughs> That's even better. Oh man. So what do we have on the docket for today? Uh, I know our itinerary is a little sparse because we, we started this as a, you know, pay per view, preview, review show. Yeah. And now we've got three weeks with None of that. <laughs> yeah. So thankfully, uh, listeners came through and they sent in a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, you guys are great. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff here from uh, Mike Canary. We got stuff from Mr. Tom White. We got stuff from our good buddy Steve R. So we got stuff coming in from all over the place. Lots of topics. I'm not going to take the time to tell you who sent in what. I'm just throwing out names to say thank you. Uh, we can talk about things right off the bat. Um, first one is uh, talk about Bobby Roode coming to the main roster. Thoughts so far. Uh, Dave? You know, there wasn't any uh, fanfare for this, and, no? and, and I know last night, you know, he easily defeated Mike Canaris, which we, we you know, was Can, like no Mike who, or Canellis, <laughs> either or. He beat them both. It doesn't yeah, matter. both of them <laughs> single-handedly. Um, you, you know, you know what? If if I, I kind of like this, kind of keep it low key for now because there's a lot of other stuff going on, and just just you know, keep him on, have him there. Keep him under the radar, and I kind of like it. And then I think at some point something's going to happen because because you got to get him familiar with the fans. And, and I, I always worry about this when they bring up NXT guys, 
and you don't watch a lot of NXT, you don't know these guys, and I always right. ruin that. It's like too much too soon. So keep it like this. I like it. Mm-hmm. Now I, I think he's buried already. I'm sorry. This yeah. is just not going to work. Yeah. Is that how you feel about him? It is. It is. Um, all five seconds I've seen. I was going to say, have you seen much of him? <laughs> uh, Why do you feel that way? I'm just making it up. Okay. The, not my, at all. I'm <laughs> genuinely curious because, see, my problem is I have the history with him in NXT. I have the history with him in, in TNA or that they exist, right? Yeah. Um, they're called GFW now. But um, in any event, why is Robert inconsiderate in the Impact Zone? <laughs> That'd be an amazing name. Um, but in any event, uh, I, I have that kind of former, like that history with him and seeing him in all those events, and I've seen him primarily as a heel, and he's a great heel. So it's weird to see him debut on SmackDown as a good guy, and I then wonder. It, to me, it looks awkward. Like I, it doesn't fit. Like I feel like it's uh, it's un, it's not natural. Um, and I wonder if people who haven't seen him before don't have that feeling. Like to them, is he working as a good guy? Do they? Oh, this guy's kind of good. You know, blah, blah, blah. Sure. I mean, you've seen five, five full seconds of him. That's right. Yeah. And I mean, and, and does, he he looked good, but I mean, was he acting good? Right. Well, I I, well, I, yeah. Who did he beat last week? Was it eight in English or something? Was that his first match? And yeah. Then, and then the last night was. Uh, was that guy? Is the Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike Mike Canaries. Was, oh wait, no, it's the guy who sent him. Okay, never mind. When, <laughs> that's when I got confused. That's what happened. Probably, but it's right. funnier. No, this is way. not a wrestler that loses a match in the bottom of a mine shaft and it lets everybody know they have to evacuate. That's a canary. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, that's this guy, Mike right. Canary. <laughs> yes, he's actually a race car driver. <laughs> but but you know when there's people not familiar with them, you, you build them up this way. They need good guys right now because they do yeah. have a lot of heels and stuff. So so he needs that. And then maybe at some point, you know, we always did the predictable heel turn. But maybe, maybe he's going to be a guy that they're going to try as a face and see what happens. Right, that makes sense. Um, keeping it on SmackDown, and I think all of us are going to agree on this one. But I could be wrong. Dave's weird sometimes. Is gender getting stale? It's getting yeah, <laughs> getting. <laughs> My logic is he done he done been stale already. Like he should have been, he should have been done. I hope it's worth it, man. I hope Vince makes a trillion dollars in India because yeah. he is he is boring us. Yeah, at least you and me. Yeah, I don't know about Dave. Uh, the match last night, you know, was was kind of weird because this vanished for the last half, and then they beat a Bruce off in the tag match. You know, and I know they're doing the number one contender match next week with mm-hmm. with Orton and, and and Shinsuke. Can you give him some other opponents? Because that's no. where it's going to get stale. Because this have have them. And that's why there's no faces right now. Not saying like it's going to be Bobby Roode in six months, but like there is nobody for him to fight except the same two guys. Well, the sheer fact, and yeah, you're right about that. But the sheer fact that you know, but you know, I'd also disagree a little bit because you brought, and this goes into another thing they wanted us to talk about, which is Shelton Benjamin coming back. Um, I think with Shelton Benjamin coming back, people were hyped for him to be back. Yeah, and I think you could have immediately introduced him as a big time player and automatically inserted him into that scene. And and at least kind of use that to reinvigorate the 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 the, uh, the matchups a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know that if you've got Shelton Benjamin in there, it's going to be athletic and entertaining at the very least. Absolutely, so he, he can make up for the walking cordboard that is uh, uh, Jinder Mahal. <laughs> um, he, I'm bored to death with him. I, if nothing else, I'm bored with his his promos. It is the same thing every week. Nothing oh, is changed. Yeah. Like he's not evolving in any way. There's nothing more to his character. You are your your opponent mainly lately. Has been a Japanese guy. He's not American, but every week you come out and say, "You Americans don't respect me, and that's mm. the problem with me. No. I'm the Maharaja." Okay. And how does that apply to the Japanese guy you're fighting? Well, blame the booking. Don't blame him. I uh, mean, I agree, I, I, but it's know. still boring. I, I mean, because you know, the Punjabi <laughs> prison match, you know, that you couldn't see if you're watching it. Which, which, <laughs> by the, which, 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 by the way, I give Randy Orton credit. 
Because somebody asked him on, on, on Twitter if uh, the match in McGregor-Mayweather uh, fight should have been in the prison uh, on Saturday. <laughs> and he responded saying that uh, nobody would be able to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mac McGregor could have come out of that going, Oh, I won. You didn't know that, but I won because you couldn't see anything. But uh, So so I, I I think sometimes it's like they want to push this guy, but they don't give him anything that works. And, and he's, in, he's in a rut. I don't think it's his fault. I would agree with that. To a certain level, but the problem is even like you take uh, you take a lot of guys and they're given things that I mean by all rights are dumb or corny or just shouldn't work. They'll make it work if they have that kind of talent. I don't think Jinder has that. I, I'm not trying to knock the guy and say he's not talented at all because I could not do what he does. But no, no, no. Uh, not, so let, let's put that out there right now in case anybody ever thinks we're knocking them at that level. None of us <laughs> think we could do it better. Oh. So we're not saying that. We're just saying to the, to the level maybe, we we watch on television. Maybe on the mic. Maybe. Maybe on the mic we're better than some of the folks they got. But. Maybe. But, uh, you know, the ones who can't speak English, we kind of, I think we have a head, oh, head, head leg up on. But yeah. <laughs> is it possible with him that it's some of this is like a learning process where, where some guys, you know, possible? It, it's, a, it's a growing pain? Because look at guys like Miz who've, who've cut great promo. He's always been a great promo, but yeah. in the last couple of months has been outstanding. And may, maybe he's not there yet. Well, but then that's the thing. It, have has, a, has he gotten too much too fast He and he's not ready for it? I mean, I understand the learning curve. I get it. But they tell you, like, when you get the ball, you got to run with it. Yeah. And he does. it doesn't seem like he's running with it. He, he's kind of, he's got the ball and he's saying, okay, guys, I'm not going to drop it. And he's not moving because he's afraid he's going to drop the ball. So he's kind of just staying the course. You see what I'm saying? Well, this this is I'm going to apply this to our world. Okay. I have heard Rumble say you don't come to Rumble in the morning to learn how to do radio. Right. You better know how to do it already. You can't be WWE champion and still be learning how to talk or take yeah. a DDT or like just this is basic stuff. You can't be champion and not know and not be this good and not be good already. Um. That, that's that's where that sentence ends. Yeah, <laughs> when he loses, when he loses the title, which I, I I got a feeling probably by Survivor Series, he doesn't have the title anymore. What do you do with him then? I mean, other than the ten rematches that we're going to see for the unseeable future, I, I, yeah. the problem is you don't know if they can't come up with a good feud for him, he's just going to fade away. Um, but then the problem being, you can't just keep the title on the guy because you got nothing else for him. I mean, that doesn't work either. It just makes your title seem less important at that point, and you don't yeah. want that as well. Um, it, it gets to it's like it's very similar to Jack Swagger when he first became champion. In the sense that he was not ready for it, and it floundered big time, and then they took the title off of him. And then what the hell did they have for him? Yeah, they, they, they there they was no plan beyond that. And I felt bad for the guy because he's a talented wrestler, but they weren't they weren't ready for it yet. The fans weren't ready. He wasn't ready yet. I don't think he was ready to put on the kind of performances he needed to at that level. And again, that goes back to there are certain kinds of matches you have to be able to perform at that level. Doesn't mean you're not good. It just means there's there's that extra level you've got to be able to get to, and so far not no gender match has gotten there. No, um, no. Well, because it's because also the Singh brothers too. It's not helping. That no, thing, that is, you're waiting on that to happen. That is annoying as hell. Um, <laughs> I'm just sorry to put it lightly. Yeah, yeah, uh, mildly at best. Uh, so that covers Shelton Benjamin, obviously. Uh, we do have a couple of injuries. <laughs> Shelton well, Benjamin. <laughs> well, because I brought him up as far as right, right, yeah, yeah. coming in and being used there. Sorry, yeah, that was a little weird. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, sure they, it did. they suck him the tag situation because that's all they can come up with for Jason. Well, and I, wait, not, hold on. Uh, and I was like, and I'm trying. <laughs> in d- pure WWE logic, you took away Chad Gable's African American tag team partner, and you gave him a new African American tag team partner who has the same gimmick, roughly. Mm-hmm. Um. W- why? Why? Different didn't... is gooder. I guess, but and, and it really doesn't seem. I, I I watched their tag match. 
I'm not impressed with them as a team. They're okay. They look like two guys who've never teamed together before, yeah. which is fine. You, it is <laughs> well, it's the first time. It right? is their first time teaming together. I'm hoping they catch some chemistry soon, or this flips and we're going to get a feud out of it um, because something needs to happen with that. It's just mm-hmm. I'll, with. I will say this, and this kind of ties into uh, uh, some parts we'll get to next. Um, they may need them as a tag team because WWE right now has a couple of injuries in a row that are not great for them. Uh, for the Raw brand, Samoa Joe, not awesome. He got hurt over the weekend, I think, at a live event, hurt his knee. Uh, I think they said he's expected to be out, I think, four weeks, six Ooh, weeks. Okay. So, I mean, he'll, he'll miss so he'll a miss pay-per-view. No, yeah, he'll miss no mercy. Yeah, which not a huge thing. He can recover from that, uh, especially if they have a good plan for him for Survivor Series. Um, Xavier Woods got injured last night at a live event. He was just, it was a count, he was there wrestling the Usos. He was doing a counter off of a, DD, a tornado DDT. The guy just tossed him out to the ring. And he landed, and something went wrong with his knee. Mm. Um, so Xavier being out obviously doesn't make the new day like it doesn't mean you can't use them, no, but they do all. lose some of their ch- like literally when you take out one of the pieces of that puzzle, the whole thing doesn't quite work like it did. Sure, you know, yeah. Um, but I, it's Kofi Big E. It would, what did we say? The Big E is the weak link now. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's how they end the. They, I mean, they can use that as the vehicle to drive the the new day usos thing away like right. end it right um or split up the new day ha 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 yeah well right up ideas would split up a tag team but now they did wrestle last night of course xavier is on the outside and then right you know kofi got got pinned and stuff i'll be curious to see what the you, you know which i'm glad they didn't announce it because it's it, you want to keep you hanging on and see what right. the uh, stipulation will be for the rematch and i mean xavier it's very possible the injury's there but it's not a long he's going to get it checked out and whatnot it's very yeah. possible it's not a long-term injury it may mm-hmm. just be something he needs to not work on so it's very. They could just have him at ringside for everything. So yeah. they, they, again, the magic is in the three of them interacting with each other. He's still capable of doing that, even if he can't wrestle. Um, so that's good news. As long as he can be, as long as he can stand up and be out there, I think we're okay. Sure. Um, Let him wheel a. Give him a wheelchair. Oh we, we don't have enough wrestlers. Give him a wheelchair. Uh, like I saw what he did with a trombone. Give him a wheelchair. Yeah. I'm begging you. Oh, we're gonna put a mohawk on it, and it's gonna have a far gate, <laughs> not the star gate. That's copyrighted. Yeah. That, that, we'll stay away from that. In fact, we're don't don't say that on the show ever again. All right. Fine. I'll beep it. Um. Next random thing we got here is uh Nature Boy Ric Flair update on Nature Boy Ric Flair. His fiance did give an update on him. He is doing much better. So that's good news. Uh, Nature Boy, uh, I guess they said he's starting physical therapy soon. All right. And uh, he should be, he's he's long road to recovery, but he's doing much better than he was. He seems to be out of the woods. Yeah. Well, he released a statement uh, the other day as well. And then mm-hmm. Charlotte's back with the WWE now. Right. So right. so that so that's that's good signs. Yeah. That's good signs good. right there. He, I, he, it's going to be a while. You know, well, we, I mean, obviously he's not going to ever, I mean, the wrestling days are going to, is, is he going to yeah. show up at, at an event at some point in time? And yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, they, they gave him the tear transfusion that he needed. Yeah. He was desperately yeah. low, so well, now he, he can cry like he used to. So yeah, I was going to say, there. nobody could cry like the nature boy. <laughs> nobody could cry and nobody could bleed by like the nature Gosh. boy. Uh, I mean, and that's it, there's no – because you never know, but, you know, because he could live for 20 more years or whatever. But when, when these guys get a certain so. age, you know, do they – you know, do you bring him out like and you know, like a like a goodbye ceremony or whatever else? And, you know, because he, can, he, can he stay away from the spotlight, you know? Yeah. Is he one of those I, guys? No. I, yeah. <laughs> he can't stay out of the headlines, at least. I no. think it's a combination of... It's one of those things that it's it's all he's done his whole life. Yeah. How do you stay away from it? Because, again, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like this. It doesn't necessarily feel like a job. It's what sure. you love to do. Yeah. You have fun doing it. You don't want to stay away. It's not like you worked in an office 9 to 5 for 40 years and you hated every minute of it. <laughs> you, you know, you're just building up to that retirement. No, now you're... Okay, I, I, I'm... 
I can't do that anymore, but I, w- I wish I still could. I want to still do it because I enjoyed it so much, and now you've got that hole in your life. Well, a lot of those guys stayed around because they become bookers, they become agents and stuff. I mean, Freddie Blassie, yeah. uh, you know, came back you know, like, like a couple weeks before he died. Yeah. You, you know, they used him in angles and stuff during the WCW, uh, you know, WWE, uh, you know, invasion angle and all that stuff. And, you know, and, and they brought him out and like even talked about him dying. And then two weeks later, the guy's gone. Uh, Dave, do you have any uh, uh, great Freddie Blassie memories from like, you know, the 70s or 60s or anything? <laughs> Uh, well, I, I definitely remember like 86 uh, <laughs> when he was managing Volkov and the Sheik, you know, because oh, he managed sure, the Sheik right. for a long time, got him oh, to the world title. Heck yeah, you did. And, and then the uh, match against uh, Corporal Kirshner, WrestleMania 2. <laughs> this was before Hacksaw Jim Duggan, the American Patriot. We had, they had a Corporal Kirshner guy who was, other than like his match he won at WrestleMania 2, was basically a jobber to the stars. And the okay. guy didn't win many many matches. He was a terrible wrestler. I was uh, by the way. I, I shouldn't say that because the guy got far, but I uh, had this military gimmick and stuff. You know, you know, had flag matches. But I think he lost a flag I, match I, to Nikolai Volkov at a Saturday Night's main event. I was uh, I was kidding. I didn't really want to talk about <laughs> all that. Um, <laughs> off, the, off the top of the head, Corporal too. Kurt. God, Corporal <laughs> Kirchner. Which, by the way, oh no, geez. <laughs> Before, before WrestleMania 17, he was announced as the gimmick battle royal, but then whatever reason, he backed out of that. Oh. And then WWE mistakenly said that he died once, but he's oh. still alive, by the way. They corrected. I don't think they were supposed to correct oh, the story. Oh, I was whew, I was worried oh. about Corporal Kirchner. Yeah, yeah. That's quite Dave. a roller coaster you just put us on. <laughs> Dave. I'm so emotionally invested Go. in Corporal Kirchner that... <laughs> Kirshner, yeah. Okay. Corporal Christmas. I, I, I don't know if he was a good talk or anything. Probably not. So. Probably not. We'll just go with not. No. We'll just, let's no. make that Stolen Valor, too. That's nothing yeah. to sneeze at. So that's, we, that's we not can't okay. support that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know yeah. his backstory completely. There. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, the next topic <laughs> that's was... That's unacceptable. The next topic was Jeff Hardy and The Miz for the IC title next week. What do we think about that? And could it lead to, like, down that road of Broken Matt if, you know, Jeff's making more of a singles run? I just saw that The Miz has just surpassed Razor Ramon for longest title reign. Really? With the IC. Um, you mean I, like number of days held yeah. the title? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking that keeps going. Um, yeah. I'm thinking Miz Taraj. They're all about that with their current stars. Continues to, you know. Interfere. Interfere and all that good stuff. I think they tease the broken thing forever and never do it. <laughs> Man, the fans are the yeah. ones that end up broken. Uh-huh. That's the well, real because breaking. Well, here's the thing. I mean, those who know that. And then they're gonna get it. Are they gonna be disappointed with it? Yeah. Of course, well, because it's gonna have Vince's fingerprints yeah. on it and not Matt's. Right. right. Here's here's the problem. Um, wrestling fans are never happy when you oh, give them what no. they want. They complain. So in any way, shape, or form, they're going to end up being upset about it. So they might be better off just staying away from I, it. I think the matches will be good. You know, and, and this gives the Hardy something right now. Something because the tag team scene on Raw is not in the best shape. Well, and if you saw, I mean, during the Battle Royal, they did uh, Gallows and Anderson jump Matt. After during the match, mm-hmm. um, I'd be willing to bet you there's no chance that 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 the match on next Tuesday goes down or Monday goes out without a hitch. Yeah. I'm fairly certain they cost him the match. Yeah, so makes sense. And that'll continue the feud with the Hardys and Gallows and Anderson because again they threw that match together with them on SummerSlam uh, with right. Jason Jordan and everything. So uh, this will give them an actual reason for that feud as opposed to uh, just kind of all of a sudden randomly. Next up, oh, it's your favorite. It's your absolute favorite. <sighs> Ice cream sundaes? Yep, kind of. The ice cream sundaes of people. Enzo Amore on no. 205 Live. He's, he's pizza that's left in a garbage can of people. And being featured on Covered Monday in Night diarrhea. Raw. 
Uh, I said, okay, you're not a fan of this. That you get, provided you don't watch 205 Live, but because he's featured on there, still angry about it. Yeah, because he's featured on there, he'll also be featured on Raw. Yeah, he'll always be on Raw now. (sighs) Yeah, you can't get rid of him. He's never going away. But you know, he sells the merch, and and, and maybe this is the boost that 205 needs. Right for them. I mean, I'll just mm-hmm. fast forward through mm-hmm. a segment, but I just <laughs> <laughs> like I do is promos because they're just too long and they're, and and want to talk about stale. I don't know. I just don't enjoy them. <laughs> I, 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 uh, no. it, it's one of those things that uh, the um, <laughs> and he just dropped ten grand on fight tickets. Yeah, and apparently he was a real jerk about it. Like the he no. was bragging. I know. I know. He's doing nothing to help himself, apparently, because he keeps coming off like an ass to everybody. And uh, he, he's making himself look worse and worse and worse. And it gets to the point where you're like, dude, do you even want to work here? Like, Because you're really doing out of your way to yeah, make and, people hate you. And here's the thing. like, There's a video clip of, of when he and Cass were called up from NXT going around where Hunter you know, gives mm-hmm. them the news. Is specific. They, they make them look like sympathetic, nice guys. Yeah. And I get they're off. They're not in character at the moment. Right. But holy crap, he's undone all the goodwill from that. He's so unlikable. <laughs> so <laughs> like, unlikable. I just don't, like, I get if you're a kid, you got a thing you can shout along kids, with. But the kids don't care about that so much. That he, he goes out there and he does funny movements and, you know, oh, he has man. his catchphrases yeah, and yeah, yeah. all of, Dave, that was amazing. <laughs> I wish that it was on yeah. camera. Um, uh, yeah. I think you have to be Enzo Amore for Halloween. Uh, <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm just saying right now. Uh, in any can, we, event, can, we, can we get a little Enzo from Dave Taylor? Can, you get, can, can we you give us a, a my S-W- name is Dave Taylor? S-W-A-F-T. Swapped. Swapped? Is that what that is? Kind no. Of. No. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, it's close, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, I, at least his oh, matches should make a little more sense. That like is at least he'll now be able to be competing. With and people. he's fighting guys his size. Uh, oh, I want Neville to fucking to kill him, him, destroy, kill him. him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, Dolph uh, and his promos. People are asking about that. I, for me, they hey, don't do anything for me. Didn't he just say the same thing uh, last night? I, I did see this. Uh, he said the same thing last week. He said the same thing six months ago. Yeah. I'm overlooked, and and it, Make, you guys with the stupid gimmicks are the ones that are popular, and uh, I'm too good for this. And yeah, all right, shut uh, up, you fake Shawn Michaels. You you're the, you're the fakest Shawn Michaels. Your voice sounds like you got fetal alcohol syndrome. Oh, hey, jeez. <laughs> and every battle royal, you have to pretend to be thrown off and kick your legs around six times before you finally get eliminated. <laughs> I hate when I see him. Yeah. I don't enjoy Dolph Ziggler at all. He's gotten to the point where he's again he's becoming such an unlikable person that I yeah. just don't. Well, and he he actually was here uh, a couple years back, and they went to Hooters. Him and uh, him and the Miz because they're Ohio guys to hang out together. They went to Hooters, and Weird. some of, some of my friends were there. Uh-huh. Right, they were waiting to get in. It was busy. It was after a big wrestling event, so it was packed. Right, and they were there, and the Miz and and Dolph showed up to go in there. They were told there was going to be a wait because Ooh. there was, I mean, it's literally packed. Yeah. There's nowhere yeah. to sit. And Dolph threw a fit and, th- and threw out the do you know who I am line. No, we oh. don't. Yeah, and they didn't know who he was. Of course and, not. And that's my thing is like, dude, you're. Like, I'm not trying to be a jerk. He's an incredibly talented guy. But I feel like sometimes he's one of those guys who reads his own press clippings. Like He, he believes what he reads about himself on the internet. What people say about him, and that he should be more than he is now. You know, his first gimmick when he showed up is Dolph Ziggler. He's going around introducing himself so, like hi, backstage. I'm Dolph, I'm Dolph. So maybe, maybe it was like, hey, do you know who I am? I'm Dolph Ziggler. Right? No, maybe, 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 maybe he got yeah. cut off before that other part. Uh, that's a Bobby Roode feud right there. I could see that. 
That's actually not a bad idea, and I bet you they'd have some really good matches. <laughs> Make him meet, greet everyone that they call up and get destroyed <laughs> by them. It would, oh, that'd be funny. And because that's one of the guys that he knocked uh, in his when his promo, he's talking about the big stupid robe and the music and whatnot. And I mean, that's he was very clearly hinting at the Bobby Roode character. So maybe that's somewhere where they're going down the line with them. I'm still yeah. just a little bit upset because at the WWE live event that happened around Christmas last year, as he was leaving the ring for his match, he super kicked an inflatable snowman. Oh yeah, yeah. and I'm like, dude. Dude, come on. How Christmas. dare you, sir. Dolph Ziggler hates Christmas. Dolph yeah. Ziggler does hate Christmas. It's a war on Christmas. And it's all perpetuated oh, by Dolph. Um, there's there's nothing less likable. <laughs> That's true. Nothing. That's true. Really? You don't like Christmas, bruh? Yeah, how do you, you don't like, what's wrong with you? How can you not like Christmas, bruh? Um, <laughs> he doesn't celebrate it. I mean, that's I mean, I fine. It's possible. You, you don't have to attack it. it. Yeah, you he, gotta... he actively attacked it. It is a war now. I, I've never seen that, yeah. Yeah, well, it was no good. Ma- maybe, maybe as a kid, you get like splinters from a tree or something. And <laughs> you're he, really he, grasping he got for memories things for him. And he's like, you know what? That sounds right. You're, you're... That's plausible. <laughs> <laughs> I got splinters from a Christmas tree once. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, I don't believe um, in God. <laughs> Jesus. No, I don't believe. Oh, man, I love today. Um, the last questions all kind of tie together and we're going to, we're going to kind of rope them all together. Um, we've been asked about the Roman Reigns, John Cena promo from Monday night raw, uh, because I mean, it was the biggest thing probably on both shows this week. Um, there was that and the follow up to that being, um, where was the question? Hold on. Uh, was that the question? Yeah, kind of. Okay, because I don't know. It was a weird question. No, <laughs> uh, expecting Roman Reigns to be the next John Cena will ultimately disappoint both WWE management and its fans. Please discuss. Um, and he basically, okay, let's talk about the promo first. Let's let's address the promo. One line addresses. One line sums it up perfectly. Congratulations! It only took you five and a, five years, and you finally cut a half decent promo. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it, uh, man. Cena. What I've seen from like uh, one of the wrestling websites is that they mentioned that you know most of that was scripted, but there oh, was yeah. some other stuff that was in there. Well, I'm sure a little you bit know. was take ad-libbed. your time. I'm sure Find a little your words. Yeah, it was, yeah. was oh, ad lib. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I'm sure the topic was pre-planned the whole yeah. time. Yeah. He's gonna rip you down for blah 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 like that. He knew all that going in. Um, and you're gonna say bitch twice, okay? Yeah. <laughs> that's I, that's, that's the, the comeback. Here's, really? <laughs> well, here's the problem. We have, and this goes back to expecting him to be John Cena. He goes out there, and Cena is cutting a scripted promo. Okay, no matter what anybody, people out there, stop using the word pipe bomb, please. Please. Um, <laughs> he's going out there cutting a scripted promo, and everything out of his mouth is believable. Now, partly because we at home believe it. That's that's our just you know that's a lot of the audience's opinion of Roman Reigns, so it's easier to believe what he's saying. But also because of how Cena delivered it. Yes, he delivered it with conviction, like he meant it, like it was serious. Mm-hmm. Then Roman, like you said, comes back, uh, bitch. I mean, like, <laughs> like, and like the the way uh, Tom White had sent in a thing, and the way he described it was, he didn't sound tough. He sounded like a guy who's losing an argument, so he starts cursing. That's perfectly put. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. And that's, that's a hundred hot take. That's one hundred percent what it sounded like. <laughs> and John Cena did the he nailed that line. He said, uh, "He's like the only reason I'm here is because you can't do your job. I'm better at being a part timer than you are at being a full timer." And if I was Reigns, I would have come back with like, "Oh, you can't let it go. 
Like you, mm. you have to hang around. You're hanging on to glory and stuff. Just something that you know, the, he had nothing. Clearly, yeah. you peaked in high school, John. So yeah. let's move on. <laughs> yeah, you're the old guy in the room. We get it. Yeah, <laughs> some I don't know. And I, I address seen as like insecurity. You're ripping me down because I am that guy who's replacing you. Address it like so it makes John seem like he's being petty, like he's trying to dig at you, yeah. you know, to build himself up. But something, something more than just calling him a bad name. Yeah. Like, you've got nothing at this point. And, th- and this is, goes back to the problem. You want him to be John Cena. He can't do that back and forth. No. He just can't. He's not capable of it. When he started breaking away from the Shield, and I know Eric was persona non grata at the time. He didn't watch not. it. I wasn't. Um, right. He started breaking away from the Shield. Well, the Shield was near the end. Yeah. He was incredibly popular. Yep. People loved him. Know why? He didn't say anything 90% <laughs> of the time. And he just went out there and kicked all sorts of ass. He was, but he was also part of a team, right? Which he, helped. He, but that, you know, that helped. He had the single matches here right. and there, but but it, there's one thing that we can prove is that you can point to a point in history and say, "Hey, see that guy? Look at Goldberg. Goldberg didn't say a word for the longest time and was like the most popular dude in wrestling, next to like you know right after with Stone Cold and the Rock Easily, and whatnot." Yeah. Goldberg slayed because he went out there, he said nothing, and he was a believable ass kicker. People wanted to see somebody come out and destroy. They want, as much as we want it to be a story and we want it to be a drama and whatnot, we want it to be believable sometimes. Like yeah. the, the, the action. And so when you can go out there and, yeah, I can't really talk, but you know what? I can make you believe I just crushed that guy. People will get behind you. But he's not even really selling us on that part anymore. They're focusing on the parts that we don't need. Which is the, the 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 trying to make him be John Cena's character with the bad jokes and trying to cut these promos and the coming from behind Superman thing. No, go out there and kill people. Yeah. I want to see you rip people in half like you were doing when you were in the... You were the powerhouse of the shield. Yeah. And now I'm supposed to believe you get beat up for 20 minutes and then all of a sudden out of nowhere you're a powerhouse. No, go in there and be a powerhouse. <laughs> I mean, I think it's ultimately trying to make him be that is not going to work. I think what doesn't help me either, I, I think, was when they won the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And that was the, when, when, Daniel, when Daniel Bryan, you know, because everybody thought, oh, Daniel Bryan's coming back. He's going to get this. You know, that that was a mistake, having him in the same match. Because Daniel should not have been in that match. Because cause it was the writing was on the wall once once Daniel got eliminated. Right. And, and then people just... They, they saw it and they're like, oh, it's gonna be this guy? No, screw this. Yeah. So he he still has some of that stigma, you know. And the Undertaker thing, uh, I I don't think like hurts him as much. I mean, Cena had a great line that he beat an old guy that was you know with a bad hit, but but they should have focused on that. Why didn't he ki- like? Here's my thing: when he beat Undertaker, he was the least popular guy in the world. Yeah. Drive that home. Mm-hmm. Don't try and make me like him again. Why did you do that if you're going to try and make me like him? <laughs> because he does come out and say, "Oh, uh, it's my yard. I beat the. I retired the Undertaker." Yeah, yeah. Like, like, break the streak, but he, did he, you? he needs ah. to ride that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing: we have a guy who broke the streak. He's more popular than you. <laughs> yes. And he says what? Forwards? Something? What Suplex he's trying City. to say? <laughs> Suplex City, bitch. Like how eight about words. how about we focus on making Roman a destroyer again and give him a mouthpiece? Mm-hmm. Give him somebody they, to talk for. Well, him. they have not. 
Like, the push is not what it was. Like, he's losing a lot of his pay-per-view right, matches. Yeah, right. He's definitely... Suddenly. He's he's definitely not super Roman anymore as far as he's he's unbeatable. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely still does that style of match, but he's not unbeatable, which is good. He needs to not be because nobody wants to see yeah, that. Yeah, because now when you, when you watch him, because Cena's like this for a while, it's like, well, I don't know if Cena's going to win or not. You, you right. Know, it's, not, it's not the same thing. So they are getting that with Reigns, which is good. Yeah. You know, but you are right about the mousepiece thing. Because... Cause, mousepiece. Because... Cause, Mousepiece? Yes, that too. Uh, because Lesnar doesn't have to say anything, and 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 you and you wait for that guy to show up now every week because the promos, you know, the Heyman cuts are great, you know. And then you're waiting, like, well, is Strowman going to show up? You know, is there going to be a battle? You want to see that? There's nothing with the Reigns I want to see. What are, I mean, I do want to see this match with Cena, obviously. Yeah, I, and I do too. It's, I feel like it's going to be a good match because Cena will be carrying it. He yeah. will be directing the match. He will be telling, <laughs> calling his be, shots really loud. Yeah, <laughs> really loudly to make sure Roman's dumbass hears him. Um, now, now Roman's no, not bad like that. No, no, no. <laughs> Roman can have a good match. He's certainly Roman can absolutely capable have a good match. and good in the ring. He just needs the right person in there with him to help again, him do it. He's he know again. I, we, I think we said this before. He has his five moves of doom as well. Him and Cena both don't do anything but punch. Well, now Cena has gotten away from that over That's the last true. several That's years. Yes. He, yes. he started adding way more, and Roman has more. Yeah, he absolutely you has never more. see it though. When was the last time he did the dive over the top rope? Man, remember I, when probably he probably WrestleMania, maybe, yeah. maybe. Remember if he did when then? He, I don't know. Remember but, when he was doing that? That was one of his moves. Yeah. Like you, the big dude, like Roman's brand. He's not. He's not gigantic, but he's no. a big dude. And you it know, looks like what, it would hurt if he landed he's what, on you. Six six four or something like that. Something like, like that. 260, they, they build it two sixty two seventy. Yeah, so. and I mean, he runs and dives over the top rope. I mean. Easily clearing it, you know. Yeah. And it's all Superman punches now. It's just it's a whoo- all Superman it's punches. Double digits Superman yeah. punches per match. It's, Again. It's unwatchable. Cena just it ripped him down with the most accurate things in the world. And part of me is like, I'm hoping this means that they're aware. That this means that they know what the problem. Well, that they know that it's a problem now, and that mm. they need to start focusing on getting away from that. And they're not going to do anything different. I, I want to have faith they are. I, you're probably right. But I want to have faith that if they're aware of it, it'll they'll make a change. The other thing with Roman too, I mean, Cena was around a while before you know he, he won a U.S. title. You know he right. had these feuds. You know Reigns, I think was like, well, here you go, you're gonna be your guy, and, and like we, we're not ready for that yet. You yeah. know, if they had a shield for another year or something, and then they broke off, yeah, because maybe maybe they got excited because in the Royal Rumble when Batista and, and Reigns were the last guy and Reigns set the record, mm-hmm. you know, and people were like upset because Batista won, and I think they were upset for a different reason, not because Reigns got thrown out. But I think, but maybe they read that as like, oh, they really wanted Reigns to win. Maybe this is our guy. Yeah, and, and, and I agree. I agree. I think something similar because they heard the reaction for Reigns, and they didn't so much think people hate Batista as, oh man, they really want this Reigns guy. Which and Vince went, that's great. I love this look. He's he's so big and tall and sexy. I mean, nothing. And he just he <clears throat> excuse me. And um, he. Vince jumped all over because that's the kind of guy he wants to push. Big, muscular. And again, it doesn't help. He's so damn attractive. He should have pointed out all of that yeah. against Cena. You're just jealous because I got this hair. Sign the pet contract and walk out of the yeah. ring. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you, it, just something. Because Cena was right about everything. And again, it was all about things about his character, too, especially. Like, he, fo- well, I shouldn't say all, but a good portion of it. Like, things like... I treated having the the U.S. title as a as a as a like I was proud of that. Yeah, you treated it like a demotion, and like that's character. That's a character thing. Mm-hmm. But again, they have to be aware of that's the way he's perceived. If they're saying that, they have to be aware of the perception. Yeah. It's not that they're blind to it. It, it, it. So I'm hopeful that they start making. Maybe they'll use the Cena thing because Cena's got. I mean, he. he 
I'm not saying he's gonna he's gonna call the whole thing, but he's got a lot of pull. Maybe he's got some like, hey, we need to work on this with this guy and kind of mm-hmm. help him move in the right direction because he could be something bigger than he is. It's gonna sound insulting from a guy in in Rain's position in the country, a company. Uh, yeah, he needs so much help. Like, oh, I, but dude, when you're John Cena, you can say it about whoever you want. That's I think true. he said it about Hulk Hogan at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah, his image with the yeah. with one certain uh, demographic uh, really taking a hit. He's over really the years. not popular with wives. <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah, that's who don't like him, the wives. Um, well put. We did kind of get a tag on here uh, about adro- when we addressed that because that was multiple people wanted us to talk about that. Um, what did we think? Like, what's our famous, our, our favorite promo or a promo we can think of that we loved? Because that was, you know, they said that was one of Cena's best promos in a while. Sure. Was that one right there. And I agree. I think that was a great promo. Yeah, it, was, um, it was outstanding. I actually immediately thought of pre WrestleMania when he ripped on The Miz. Uh, when he was building up to Miz is only here for the you know for for to get his name in the lights and blah 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 he doesn't take it seriously and Cena ripped into him about how this is this means everything to him and I mean it was one of the most serious promos Cena had cut in years and it was amazing um, that's the sort of Cena I like seeing all the time uh, but we don't see it nearly enough no no I mean. No. Can anybody think of any promos they really, really liked? I mean, other than Cream of the Crop from Randy Ooh, Savage. There's, like, there's very little. Yeah. I don't like the serious ones. Be a, right, me- right. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Except Mick Foley and ECW. Good right. Oh, the God. And- I got lost on the way to the building. I've been to a dozen times. <laughs> like, he's so crazy. Yeah. He's so crazy and good yeah. there. Um, he was yeah, amazing. That's, that's me. Uh, I mean, a famous one, and it's obvious, but I mean, the CM Punk pipe bomb was, was just, I mean, and again, I, I'm watching that live, which is just like, oh my God. Can, like, can, can we go back, by the way, and point out that that was scripted too? Like that that was not CM Punk's idea? Like, let's go well, ahead and Well, stop. yeah, they told him, it's like, yeah, you're going to say whatever you want. But well, but it was addressed least... what he was going to talk about. Exactly. Like, I mean, yeah. it's, it's not like they gave him a mic and said, okay, go. Right. That no. didn't happen. That did not happen. Yeah. Like, uh, like, so let's go ahead and forget that right now. I love Cena well, pretending to still be injured in the ring through the entire oh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just lay on there like, oh, God, come on. Yeah. But, but, but I do love it because CM Punk did address something which Cena mentioned was breaking the fourth wall. Cause yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know, there's certain things, obviously, that you know, when certain guys cut promos or whatever else that you can't do. And, yeah. Bye bye fourth and, wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the whole Colt Cabana shout out, which, you know, yeah. everybody got. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, that whole thing. And that got so many people back in. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. many people bailed because of Cena. Because it felt real. Yeah. That's the thing. That's when wrestling is at its best is when it feels real. We know it's not, but you can still trick us. That's the thing is, like, that's how wrestling is different from other TV shows. Like, people will say all the time, well, you know, wrestling's fake, right? Well, you know, freaking mm-hmm. 24 mm-hmm. is fake, right? Like, all this stuff mm-hmm. is fake. Mm-hmm. The difference is, the, in these other shows that are all done ahead of time and everything, these guys are playing characters that they've had time to get into. They've been worked with the directors, yada, yada, yada. And it's been done months in advance to edit and fix and whatever. Um, they're, you believe they are that character that they're playing on that TV show. That's the way they get it to on that show before they present it to you. So when the show comes on, you don't see Kiefer Sutherland. You see Jack Bauer. Yep. You know, um, you don't see, uh, uh, I can't think of his name, of course, now. But uh, you see Walter White when you're watching Breaking Bad. You know what I mean? You, you see those characters. You don't see the actor. Whereas in wrestling, we have such a weird, blurred line now because John Cena is John Cena. I mean, he's John Cena. I mean, that's... Right, but he's not the rap guy he was like 12 years ago, 15 <laughs> right. years ago. You know, right. Cutting those, you know. But it, when they come out there and they feel genuine to themselves, to the character, it everybody will buy in so much more. Stone Cold. The, ple- the reason people bought Stone Cold is because people believe that was how he was 
yeah. to a T. Still, yeah. still look at him that way. Like yeah. he's, he's drinking beer and you know stopping buttholes. One hundred percent. I'm convinced that's how he lives his life. He wakes up in the morning, stomps mud holes, takes a shower, <laughs> drinks a beer. You know, goes on his like, ATV, whatever. You know, right? Yep. He just drives All around randomly before the beer. But yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and the Rock. Yeah, another one. We, and that's that's Rain's problem. Is he doesn't have you know he just doesn't come across because I think that's why like Dean Ambrose gets over is because you kind of feel like that's like how this guy is where he just doesn't you know he acts like you know he's so nonchalant about certain things and when he's just ready to fight and then he'll yeah he's he, just he's a little off he's a little off yeah, and but it, you're like okay that's that's it fits him that's why that's why you know why that's why people love Braun Strowman <laughs> because he's nine hundred feet tall and eight thousand pounds and it does now he has a, he has a slight advantage because when you're that big. And I'll give it to him. He can be convincing with his actions because there's a lot of big guys that can't make it look real. Mm-hmm. They're big and they try to do the movements, but it doesn't look like it hurts. Braun puts his stuff in. It looks yeah. like it hurts. Yeah. And that's why it works for him. He doesn't have to necessarily nail much beyond that to be a big monster. Um, but and his voice fits him. Oh, for the first so many time guys ever. Voices don't fit for the first time. I, I, I just he doesn't need to talk as much. I don't think because I, I, the one promo before SummerSlam was like, I want to hurt people or whatever. I, I More bodies to the pile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just man, like, shut up. Which like, is crazy because every time Roman has the mic, that's what I say, and I say yeah. it like that. Yeah, man, shut up. There was a line during that thing when they were all four cutting their promos and whatnot. Remember, he cut off Joe or somebody, and it was like a schoolyard jab he was taking at him across. Like, oh yeah, you're well, you're a stupid head. Talk what I'm talking, mother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It was supposed to be something along those lines, but he was so weak in his delivery. It was like, did you just like, are you? Do you uh, hey, um, Joe, did you know that you are stupid? Like your mama got one leg shorter than the other, and yeah. she walks around in circles. Which is one guy cutting really good promos right now, who's been not directly involved in that, but the Miz. Great promo, uh, especially you know, a couple weeks ago, talking about you know because he, he had to. Oh, can you imagine? You, you you're the guy that's been working your tail off. And you open up SummerSlam to a venue that is maybe a quarter full. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. couldn't get everybody in the building. <laughs> I mean, Just like WrestleMania. Yeah. Why did they not learn anything? It's got it's got to be frustrating. Well, they did say they wanted to be the second WrestleMania. Um, it's got to be frustrating, especially when you've main evented WrestleMania. Now, yeah. granted, I mean, I still think that he was not ready for that. But when you've been to that point and then you're that opening match to a quarter full arena... <laughs> and a major be, pay-per-view, nonetheless. That's got to be humbling, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and, but he was right with that promo. He was yeah. great. And the, fact, you know, the other time when he went after Brock and, and Paul Heyman, yeah. you know, it's just like, whoa, like he did that? Because other guys could do that. You wouldn't believe it. Right. But when he's doing that, that's how good he's gotten right now. Yeah, 100%. And, I mean, I'll give Miz more credit. He did that. It was a few months back now. Or, no, several months back now when he did that talking smack thing. And he was taking shots at Daniel oh, yeah. Bryan. Yeah. That was amazing. It was great. That show, Talking Smack was the one where they're kind of allowed to talk. That That's kind of what was one of the things they didn't love about it. Um, <laughs> but that <laughs> oh, was the one where he cut, he cut such a good scathing promo about Daniel Bryan that Daniel Bryan got up and walked off set. Because he was, he had, and Daniel, I gotta love him. He doesn't have anything to say. He's not a promo guy, yeah. Uh, generally speaking, you Miz is on a whole nother level when he's on. Miz is one of those guys. Miz and this and the Cena, Cena, and you know John Miz, the Cena, yeah. But you know, you mentioned that about Daniel Bryan. You know, but he was one guy when he spoke. You felt like it came from the heart because he wasn't yelling. He wasn't anything. He just felt like, you know, when when he had the retirement and even other times. Well, he was poor. He he. It wasn't even so much him portraying a character. It was him kind of venting what he'd been dealing with his whole career, which is he's being told he's too small. He's being told he doesn't have the right look. He's being told he's not the right fit. And he didn't really have – there's not – they always say the best character is you turned up to 11. 
And so when you find that ability, Daniel Bryan, that was him turned up when he was yelling, when he was venting and and being passionate about what has been stopping him his whole career. The Miz, the, the struggles he's dealt with to get to the point he's at. Again, him turned up to 11. Cena, when he talks about how serious all this is to him and how much how, how seriously he takes it, him turned up to 11. It These guys are all capable of that. They just need to tap into what that is in them. And I still don't think they've found that in Roman. You know, and we go back, I'm going to go old school here because because no. you mentioned talking about like a certain wrestlers having mouthpieces but that's what worked like in the 80s and 90s with a lot of guys you know they would cut certain promos you know they'd be wrestling a job or an old screen, old screen and pop Jimmy up Jimmy Hart talking talk. for Brett and the Anvil like come on man yeah. Brett yeah. was not that good talking but, but Anvil was no, not either no no but that's you had those guys you had Bobby Heaton you know guys he managed like you know Haku and you know you had Harley Race obviously could could back it up in the ring but like Rick Rude was a good talker but you know, so I, but they did mesh together well. Yeah, but there wasn't a lot. Kurt Henning, but there wasn't Kurt a lot Henning, of guys, yep. you know, that could talk. You go watch those old primetime wrestlings on the network, and no. you'll see these guys, you know, with promos and stuff, and you're just like, oh my gosh, like you know, no wonder why like it didn't work out for this guy, you know, because right. maybe, maybe they had charisma in the ring, but then you give a microphone, and it's just like, ooh, you know, mm-hmm. hey, who, uh, who gave uh, he who gave Johnny twelve year old over that microphone, <laughs> sir? That's Brock Lesnar, I, uh, <laughs> bitch, <laughs> yeah. He uh he has a terrible voice and he doesn't have great delivery. But again, he's such a believable badass that it works for him regardless. Yeah, he, and he, he has was, Paul. Yes, he was, and that, that works out so well. Yeah, yeah. You because know, when he when he when he grabbed the microphone on Monday, you're like, what's it going to be? What's he going to say? <laughs> yeah, thank God it was very simple. It was very simple and direct. Um, uh, oh God, I can't think of the guy's name now. The the weasel, Rip Van Winkle. Oh, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Heenan. Heenan. Thank yeah. you, Jesus. The name escaped me. <laughs> That was one of the things I was going to say. Back in the 80s, the weasel, Bobby Heenan had the Heenan family. Oh, yep. sure. Five guys. Yeah. <laughs> the weasel. They had the five, the, the five, like, or six guys he'd manage at a time, and he spoke for all of them. And I'm like, I when Heyman talked about doing that before, having Heyman guys, I was hoping we were going to get a big stable like that, mm-hmm. and it would really boost everybody. Didn't work. Kind of Brock's the only one he's ever, well, and CM Punk worked for it, but he'd, CM yeah. Punk, again, another one of those ones that didn't really need him. They just meshed well. Um I was hoping we'd get a whole bunch of guys that would then be elevated by the fact they were part of that, that Heyman guys group, and that just didn't pan out, unfortunately. No, well, and they tried the Cesaro thing briefly, which was just an odd pairing. Yeah. Because the way it just, Cesaro doesn't seem like one of those guys. I mean, he, he's a great wrestler. We, he's gotten better at the promos, you know, with what they've been doing lately with, you know, in the last, you know, with the tag team and everything with Sheamus, but, but, uh, but yeah, but that didn't mesh at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, uh, I think that puts a little bow on all of that. I've I've reached my quota for words for the day. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. You got more do, to do this afternoon. Do you need I'm a sorry. mouthpiece? Yeah. Oh no, not you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, sorry. Oh, Form man. a stable here. Come on. I mean, we could still do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, Dave. Um, <laughs> fine, I'll be. Give, quiet. give us more Enzo before we go, please. My name um, is Dave Taylor. Uh, my name is Dave Taylor. I'm <laughs> six foot one. <laughs> And you can't teach that. Wow. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll Easy. see you next week. Ian Diaz. What? <laughs> On a very <laughs> special reading rainbow.